0: Welcome to Copilots, the podcast where we watch not just the first episode of a show,
1: but also the second. Some shows don't have the best pilot episode, and giving them a second chance might just change your mind.
0: Here, we take that chance for you and let you know our opinion on if a show deserves more than one shot.
1: I'm Jeff. Alongside me is my co-pilot Josh. Now, let's get ready for takeoff. Your entertainment this time will be Incognito's Infamous Adventure.
0: breaking the rules just gonna break all of them throw them out the window are we
1: i don't think we are
0: incognito's infamous adventures was not a show did not air initially as episodes and was only broken up that way because amazon is weird
1: but it has episodes
0: and the episodes now have titles
1: cool but the only rule is as long as it has
0: episodes fair enough I guess, technically, this version of the show is completely fine for review. It's the original version that was aired. Yeah, we can't at...
1: do the original version, but, I mean, like, well,
0: We can't review the version of the show that won awards. We can just review the version of the show that's on Amazon.
1: Yeah, the one that has episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Episode one, in fact, is entitled Gutsy Girl in Tights.
1: I was unaware it had titles?
0: Yeah, they all have titles. They have episode names. Also, Gutsy Girl in Tights is the name of the theme song, which is also the song for the credits of the show. Because this show is a musical.
1: A superhero musical.
0: Yes. A superhero musical web series.
1: No, that was on Broadway or off-Broadway, but it wasn't very good.
0: Are you thinking about Spider-Man Turn Off the Lights? That was the joke. Web series. Superhero musical web web series. series.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, No, I get you. Mm. I get you. But unfortunately, this one is not off-Broadway. I mean, technically it is off-Broadway. Everything is off-Broadway, but it's not (laughs) on-Broadway. Off-Broadway is such a vague term. I'm in an off-Broadway production right now. So are you. But yeah, this show is neither a Broadway show nor a weblog. Is calling something
1: off-Broadway, like, in your career history the same way, like, you just lie on a resume to a normal job? It's just like... If you are a performer on stage for, like, Broadway things, she's like, no, I was in an off-Broadway production of Grease. And she's like, you know, I did Grease at a community theater when I was, like, seven. But but it wasn't, uh, uh, like, I grew up in Idaho. Like, it definitely wasn't
0: on Broadway. It was off-Broadway. I worked as a stagehand for a stage play of Beauty and the Beast. It was an off-Broadway production, though. I mean, like, it's not
1: wrong, right?
0: Like, yeah, technically, that was like my sophomore year of high school, and
1: and like, technically, off Broadway is generally used to assume to be about productions like that take place in major cities, but they're not on Broadway where like the bigger titles are playing, the more well-known casts are, and all that. I mean, it's it's not wrong to call anything off Broadway though, right? As long as it's not actually being performed on Broadway,
0: disingenuous maybe, but not wrong. So, the internet says Off-Broadway is denoting or taking place in a class of theaters in New York City that are smaller than those in the Broadway theater district and typically stage less expensive or commercial products.
1: Yeah, like, that is the theatrical term, the theatrical meaning of the word and setup. But, like, if on a resume I wrote Off-Broadway, I wouldn't be wrong because never attribute to malice what you can attribute to incompetence, right?
0: It, so, as long no, as I
1: can be malicious as long as people assume no, I'm no, incompetent. the
0: dictionary definition of Off-Broadway... Specifically mentions it's a it's a show produced in New York City. No,
1: no, I understand, but I'm saying, like, you could say something was off-Broadway. So, here's
0: the important thing,
1: though. You just can't capitalize anything.
0: Off-Broadway is hyphenated.
1: Yeah, you just can't hyphenate it. If you don't hyphenate it, you're not wrong. It's just disingenuous. I was aware it was either capitalized or hyphenated or something like that.
0: Yeah, off is lowercase, Broadway's capitalized, yeah. and it's hyphenated. But if you just don't
1: hyphenate it, it's not wrong, just mildly disingenuous.
0: So anyways, getting off the off-Broadway topic, I brought this show to the table because... As anybody who listened to In the Cockpit that we posted last will be aware of, we were at Gen Con. And at Gen Con, I was at the Zombie Warface Entertainment booth on my way out of the vendor hall because it's right there next to one of the corners where it always is. They had the same space they've always had for as long as I've been going to Gen Con.
1: Until a large company comes in and takes it because it's becoming a tiny attempt at being Comic Con itself.
0: I don't know. I think Zoe will always have a spot in Gen Con just because of how intricately tied it has become to the nerd culture. Anyways, so walking past the Zoe booth and the woman running at Saucy, she's like, Hey, you look like you like nerd stuff because you're at Gen Con. I was like,
1: Easy observation.
0: How did you know I like nerd stuff? And we are got you to a talk-
1: Is this a cold read? What <laughs> spirits do you know?
0: Who are they? And what have they told you? And so we had to talking about the gamers. Yeah which is Zombie Orpheus Entertainment's biggest franchise. And she was like, hey, they're doing a live improv show tonight. You should come. And I was like, I can't. I got dinner plans with my friends. And obviously, because her job is to sell me on like zombie warfare show. She's like, oh, that's understandable. What are you doing tomorrow? There's another show. I have literally no plans on Sunday. What you got? And she's like, oh, there's this live musical. And I I misunderstood it to be improv. That's my bad. So yeah.
1: yeah, She mentioned two events they were having because there was apparently an improv one right before your musical thing. As far
0: as I'm aware. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that sounds cool. She handed me a card with this information. Yeah. I went ahead and bought my ticket for it. And I was like, talking to you guys about it. And you guys were like no thanks not into the improv musical and i was like sound that's fine
1: yeah like if i'm gonna be dealing with improv music i need to be at least vaguely aware of other improv performances the improv musicians have done
0: but here's the thing for me i have never went to a bad improv show and Weird. I, like i've gone to sp- at least half a dozen to like somewhere between half a dozen and ten improv shows at this point in my life yeah and never been to a bad one
1: is it just that you don't know good improv is that what it is
0: no because I, I was raised on whose line is it anyway and whose line is it anyway is great improv so like my bar for good improv is whose line i mean like, whose
1: line did have wayne brady
0: that's fair that's fair none of these people are as good as wayne brady sorry i loved your musical and i know you listen to this but yeah wayne brady is just a god so like no offense to anybody involved in incognitas infamous adventures i love this show i loved it so much i immediately forced people to watch it but wayne brady is a different level a different beast but anyways, the animation...
1: It, the start of the show, really. Yeah. Well, that's what we should really be getting around to. It is some indeterminate amount of time since we've started this episode. Who knows? The world is weird. Maybe it's been like three hours since we started. Who could tell?
0: Who, who would possibly know if it had been ten minutes or three hours since we started recording? <laughs> it's
1: impossible to it, tell. It's not
0: like Audacity isn't a trash heap of an application.
1: But it's free. You know, And air
0: quotes, Functional. You know, we, ha- we have Ableton. We should learn how to use Ableton.
1: Ableton doesn't work as well for podcasty stuff. Also, I don't know if there's a straight up free version of Ableton we could use.
0: No, we have it somewhere. It came with the Focusrite.
1: No, we had a free trial of Ableton. Oh, my That I greatly enjoyed using for a bit.
0: Anyways, so the show introduces us to a baby child called Anna Jane Pazinski. she was used- Pazeski? Uh, I thought it was
1: just P A Z E W I
0: S K I. Pazeski, you're right.
1: Look, we had subtitles on and I just remember seeing a strange name in my brain for some reason latched on how to spell it.
0: We always have subtitles on. Because if you don't have subtitles on, what are you doing with your life? Look,
1: man, I think like most millennials and Gen Z and Alpha only watch things with subtitles now.
0: Yeah, I think probably betas too if they exist. I think betas probably exist. They do exist.
1: I'm sitting across from one.
0: That whole dynamic of masculinity, the alpha, beta, omega thing, is bullshit based off of bullshit science about wolves when they don't even interact like that. Wolves have family units. You're the one that initially told me about all of this because you were upset about people misusing the terminology. Why are you buying into the-
1: That, honestly, you know what? you, You make a point. And you know what that point says to me? You're a beta.
0: I hope Audacity not only while we're recording continues to be a piece of shit. When you go to edit, is the nightmare's piece of shit that you have to deal with. You're welcome. Anyways, her name is Anna Jane Pazeski, and she was born with an uncommon last name and a superpower, both of which were hard growing up in a small town. Yep. And
1: her superpower is that she uses energy somehow, but has to be touching. Oh, uh, crystal. It just says crystal. It's unclear from there.
0: No, yeah, it has to be crystal. He's like, she has crystal earrings. Yeah, no, no, and-
1: no. I'm just saying it says crystal. Does it clarify what type of crystal?
0: Well, it's any kind of crystal, you know. Crystal? Like, it she be touching crystal. <laughs> yeah, it could be crystal. It could be a stripper named crystal. It could be sapphire earrings, rubies, all these crystals Pokemon video games. <laughs> Pokemon sapphire, because- Oh, sorry. Put him on crystal because... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was the joke there. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so we get that animatic, and in it we also learn slash meet about her best friend Connie. Who has been
0: friends with her since they were in elementary school.
1: Yeah, because she's the only kid who wasn't scared of her, put off by her powers. And we also learn that her and Connie, at a point, decided to go to Big Pond City. So that she could
0: try out for Superhero Idol. Which
1: she makes it, and she gets the gauntlet, which I guess is their golden ticket equivalent. She gets a mm-hmm. golden gauntlet. But she is early on a dismissal from the show.
0: Well, it's not early. She makes it through, like, half of the season, apparently. Okay. But, yeah, so she gets dismissed from the show because her powers are too vague.
1: Which, yeah, they are. Her powers are just vague.
0: Her powers are energy, projection, and manipulation through the medium of crystal ball. Yes. Or just crystals in general. But she uses a crystal ball. That
1: she fushigi's about.
0: I think it's just called body juggling. I think fushigi is, like, the name brand of... The
1: fushigi is a type of body juggling ball that exists. It is a balls placed inside of another ball that has a highly reflective surface that from my understanding some people believe is free floating inside of it, it is not but the highly reflective surface appears to make it seem that the ball continues to flow and moves it doesn't really reflect its movement because it's reflecting back a static image of yourself or whatever it's reflecting so it makes it harder to notice that the ball is moving when someone's moving something even though the ball is still changing all the degrees of axis, you just can't tell that is the trick of the fushigi
0: that was a surprisingly in-depth review of the fushigi ball have you ever had a fushigi ball i had a friend who had a shiki ball okay but yeah i was like
1: oh neat and then i picked it up and i was like oh this is such a fucking scam fun a
0: literal lie yeah but no she body juggles crystals and because she got kicked off a superhero idol they had to go into the indie crime fighting circuit and make their living that way and when that wasn't enough
1: fun fact trying to do anything as an indie creator and whatever an indie creator an indie developer and I guess indie superhero. I think an I think indie like, wrestler. I think the like. An obvious, indie artist.
0: I think the obvious like comparison is like an indie musician. Because. Yeah. The superhero idol thing is very much a American idol. Not parody. Yeah. And so it's very much a musician.
1: Honestly just the easiest way to frame it. Trying to do anything as an indie brand. Mm-hmm. Is very hard. So obviously they don't succeed. And they both get a job at the place where editing happens. I think it's. The, i don't remember anymore man i have
0: the actual name of it. the place where things are edited
1: <laughs> the place where things are edited yes
0: which also the town she was born in was called small town yes um the town they moved to for superhero idol is big pond city i just want you to know that all of the names for places in this show are the pinnacle of hilarity like they're all very very funny jokes yeah i enjoy it my favorite Thai place
1: mm-hmm. that's... so we start the actual body of the show the live action bit With AJ singing a song that starts off kind of like dreary, like man, life is kind of boring, this is kind of just what it is, it's this repeat. Or at least it was until Adam came to town. Adam is her new co-worker that she obviously has a crush on.
0: And his cubicle is right next to hers, and for the longest time that cubicle was empty and it plagued her with its emptiness. But now that Adam has come to town, it's not, and neither is her heart yes that's essentially the 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 song yeah Uh, the song is called "When adam comes to town it's the entire soundtrack is on spotify Mm -hmm. the entire shows on amazon if you want to purchase it for like seven dollars and i think it's streaming Um, somewhere as well but i can't remember where i have no idea but that fantasy channel that's what it's called that's where it's but
1: we end this song which is a fairly good song no longer at her office but at her apartment going into her office the next day
0: yeah it really goes to like demonstrate the like repetitiveness of the days yeah uh even though like adam has broken up that repetitiveness it's still there we get a really good bit between connie and aj which is what anna jane is called AJ. Yes. it's early in the morning and all aj
1: the... is singing by herself in the kitchen and then connie walks into the door and she's like no no singing you know the rule and it is just like fumbles it initially he gets due to the concepts confused but the rule is no singing before connie has her coffee aj says no coffee before aj has her sing no coffee before connie has her singing
0: you 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 about nailed how AJ said it though. Yeah. Because she's like, wait, no coffee before singing? Yeah.
1: So she hands Connie coffee and she's like, I can sing now and is singing, proceeds to continue singing about the same song on their way, or sh- she starts to sing it again in the car, and Connie, like, goes to rebuke her, mm-hmm. and AJ hands him her more coffee, but does not continue singing this time. Instead, Connie and AJ kind of just start talking about events that are occurring.
0: They're, they're talking about superheroing stuff, because AJ mm. is still doing, like, indie superhero stuff.
1: Theoretically.
0: Like, she's going out and getting her ass kicked. Like, that's canon. Yeah, but she,
1: she's not doing it up to enough where they have dental anymore, because yeah. Connie mentions that they don't have dental now
0: but also connie brings up that the super villain hilaria might be back in town yeah
1: to and, which aj looks stricken
0: yeah apparently hilaria was defeated last year when she yeah killed another hero like they killed each other yeah supposedly that, that was the supposed thing um but connie's like look with hilaria potentially being back we need you to learn how to do your- you do that healing
1: thing there's not a lot of healing superpowers and, and AJ's he, like,
0: just because my grandmother had a similar power set to me and she could heal doesn't mean I can heal. Like, just because we have similar powers doesn't mean I'm as good. Like, yeah, people well, stop reason holding, that we have the same powers. People should stop holding me to the pedestal of my grandmother.
1: Yes, and then that conversation kind of just ends on that awkward note, and we're at work, where we are introduced to Adam for the first time, really. We saw him in the first song, but no actual introduction to him. But this starts their day mm-hmm. with a song number again trying to start when they say hello to each other they both kind of sing hello oh yeah okay and it's really awkward it like music starts to swell like it's going to play and then it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. because they're awkward yeah that's the that's the bit there
0: and then adam at his desk gets a phone call and it turns out it's a phone call from buddy
1: yeah badio's
0: henchman we
1: also meet mrs miss Witz. yeah here first though i believe i think technically we met her in the first song
0: she's been mentioned but miss wits is The evil dictator of a boss. Mm -hmm. The slave driver style boss.
1: Yeah. I just felt like she needed to be mentioned before we got a lot farther.
0: Fair enough. But Adam gets a call and it's Buddy who is Badio's henchman. Badio was mentioned in the car ride.
1: He's this new evil guy who's appeared. He uses a
0: vocoder.
1: Yeah. And apparently he's shaking things up a bit because they're talking about how bad things have gotten in the car. And Connie's like, especially with that new guy, Badio.
0: He's so bad. He he
1: named himself after it.
0: And AJ's like, yeah. He's so bad, but like not in a negative way. She's like using bad as a compliment, you know, like early is she? Tu-
1: oh, yeah, 100%. I didn't think so.
0: A hun- no, 100%.
1: I didn't get that vibe. You're reading something I'm not reading.
0: <laughs> I'm not reading. I saw it on the show. You're reading subtext. So Adam gets a call from Buddy. Yeah. Who is Batio's henchman. Mm-hmm. Because it turns out Adam is Badio. Yes. And Adam is very upset that he called him on the office phone because they're supposed to use their watchy talkies. Yeah,
1: watchy talkies are just watches that are also phones.
0: Yeah, you know, like those things that have existed for yeah, the better part of a decade.
1: They're just smart watches, but i the smart part.
0: But he can't use the watchy talkie system because all of the lab's energy is currently being used by the Spatio Reconfabulator. Patent pending. Which is a device that allows. Adam to project his teleportation power up on other people.
1: And also allows him to freeze them.
0: Well, the freezing part is just a, kind of like a byproduct of teleporting yeah. them. It just, it freezes them because it needs them in one stationary position. I was about to say, my, my, up and,
1: like my, the way my brain works out with this power is it's a stasis field that briefly surrounds something so that their atoms and things do not move from their position and they can be completely reassembled and structured from that
0: It's 100% what it is. Like, yeah. It freezes them because it takes time to teleport them. Mm-hmm.
1: Which honestly reads really well, in my opinion, when we see it used because literally it's just hitting someone with a sapientone scan line all over their body. Like television scan lines, Mm -hmm. which you know is just something loading information across the screen. So,
0: anyways, they need to have a test subject to use this on. To which Buddy's lab assistant, who is named Roombot, yes, immediately backs up in terror because Roombot has apparently been the victim of testing before. It's
1: this amusing little scene where it's obviously been sped up because they just have the Roomba going in a straight line, but Roombas don't move that fast.
0: Yeah, because Roombot is a modified, artificially intelligent. Roomba yes which is great yeah also a thing we should mention here all of Buddy's like inventions look like household objects yes yes. They so Roomba probably isn't actually a Roomba it just looks like a Roomba
1: well I mean when they talk about it it's because he doesn't have good quality parts so they might have been those and then he's just using what he gets
0: and this brings me back to the Spacio reconfabulator which looks like a hair dryer some people yeah. might say it looks like a hair dryer yeah
1: but they talk about that and that's really the end of their call mm-hmm. and Adam hangs up and then
0: well Adam's like i have an idea of who we could use it to because miss Witz is yelling at aj yeah and aj has a crush on adam but adam also has a crush on aj uh he's How like, unlikely so he's like "Ooh, i have an idea of who we can use this on and that cuts us to the best song in episode one out of the three songs in episode one yes uh, and that is the song worth dying for because badio shows up at the office the, yeah he does the place where things are edited and he shoots miss Witz with a Spacio reconfabulator that's such a ridiculous yeah. name I'm, it's, it's so hard to say but i'm not looking at the words written on my phone
1: yeah i, I didn't know what it was down i just remember what it does because i was like i'm not remembering that name i'm not saying that name it's not gonna happen
0: but before he does before he shoots her with it to freeze her, connie's like that just looks like a hair dryer he's like i could shoot you instead yeah but, but instead it,
1: he does shoot miss wits and because
0: she's so witty
1: uh, yeah yeah i get it. but so and then his song starts really but,
0: yeah his song starts after incognita shows up to stop him to foil his plan
1: yeah i mean the music for this starts to happen when he shoots her and we see aj as badio points the spacer reconfabulator at connie we see in the background aj run off mm-hmm. and then when he turns it shoots miss wits his music starts to swell up and then right after he shoots her incognita uh, incognita god her name is not a good superhero name for her power
0: no uh which is part of a, a later episode
1: shows up and he starts singing his song and his song is really just like yo miss what's the shit i'm not really the bad guy here like i'm making things better for people did you know she's stealing your fucking paychecks like she's just stealing fucking money from everybody who works here and if the, i have proof
0: here's the proof and also if, even if she wasn't stealing money the way she treats her subordinates would be more than enough to justify killing her
1: like uh, is it worth dying for this lady the entire song is literally just like yo you gotta have things that you're willing to fight for and things that you're willing to die for and is it really for the cruelty that other people subject you to that you are willing to stand up on their behalf in a right to defend them for what they've done to you
0: mm-hmm. badio doesn't know that incognito works at the place where things are edited but like his point is still this person is a tyrant it treats people terribly and is even stealing their money. Why are you defending her? And the song ends with the Spacio Reconfabulator in Incognita's hands... And he's like trying to like get her to pull the trigger to teleport Miss Wits away. Yeah. Because she doesn't know what it is. As far as she knows, it will kill Miss Wits. Yep. It's kind of like the uh, temptation to come to the evil side. Yeah. We have cookies. In this case, we have a teleporting gun.
1: I mean, I would take both.
0: Ah uh, Gosh,
1: yeah. I could teleport myself to more cookies after I eat the first batch of cookies.
0: But instead, Incognita turns to Batio, shoots him, and he's like, no. Yeah. And he's teleported back to his lab.
1: Yep. And then him and Buddy have a brief conversation and Buddy's just like, It's a shame we couldn't turn incognita. And Buddy was just like, Who said we're done attempting yet? Basically.
0: Yeah, and then Buddy's like, it's okay. I've already deactivated that spatial reconfabulator.
1: And, and I have I- another. I built
0: a backup in case something like this were to happen.
1: Yes. And then we cut back to the place where things are edited. hmm And
0: Because Adam teleports out of the off out of the mm-hmm. lab and back to the office but forgets his watch a talkie
1: yes and connie is talking to aj and she wants to borrow aj's phone for some reason phone book. Oh, her yeah,
0: phone yeah. book didn't survive the fight with batio that's what
1: yeah which they stayed in one spot I right mean, just, in front of aj's desk
0: he just needs batio picked up her phone book before he got shot
1: i guess yeah even though it's unclear where connie sits in this building
0: but yeah she's like can i borrow your phone book but just moments before Connie came to ask for the phone book, Adam had talked to AJ and was like, "I heard you need paper clips. I only have 5, but you could have all of my paper clips."
1: So she is swooning over paper clips. And, yes, and Connie mocks her. So AJ is slightly nettled by that
0: and, and refuses. Well, she doesn't refuse. She's just going Adam. um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Connie's like, "I'll just use Adam's phone book." Then and goes to Adam's cubicle and goes to get his phone book. And
1: the phone rings.
0: And his buddy, and because Buddy has no capability to learn other than how to build super weapons, I would he's
1: "Buddy's not great at social cues." That's
0: fair. He, he's immediately like, "Badio."
1: Hearing the name Badio said on the phone, Connie immediately just hangs up. And kind of scampers off out of Adam's cubicle.
0: Because as she hangs up, Adam shows up behind her, and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I just needed the phone book, and she scampers off. Yeah. And then Adam sits down, his phone rings, it's Buddy, and he realizes that Connie just found out that he's badio.
1: Yeah. And Adam reproaches Buddy, and Buddy's just like, it's not my fault. You left your watchitaki here. That's what I called to tell you.
0: Mm-hmm. And that is the end of episode one. I mean,
1: yes, but the ending shot pens us down and out from Adam's cubicle, and we see that his name is Adam. It's B. B. Adam Dio. It was him, Dio, all along.
0: No, it was him, B. Adam Dio.
1: I mean, yeah, but like Dio, he's he's still Dio.
0: But yeah, he says we will have to deal with consonants, Blakely. And then.
1: Yeah. End of episode one. So, what are your thoughts on Incognitas? infamous adventure episode one girl in tights gutsy girl in tights gutsy girl
0: gutsy girl in tights it's fun it's got a little bit of hooks weirdly i guess maybe not weirdly i think it's probably just because it's like the episodes are short form and it's a superhero musical so it instantly reminds me of dr horrible
1: which makes sense i mean it's a web series musical
0: i even think in some respects buddy and dio are essentially like halves of the dr horrible character
1: I guess, kind of. I could see it. I mean, sure, together they make a vengeance. They're evil, but not evil, evil. And they like a hero, or they like a good person, technically at least.
0: Mm-hmm. But also because Billy Buddy.
1: Ha 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 ha. No, every <laughs> time.
0: Like, I was watching the first one. I was like, is his name a reference to Dr. Horrible? Is Buddy a reference to Dr. Horrible? I don't think it's intentionally and overtly one. Yeah. But it in my brain, every time, it will forever ring as.
1: So it reminds you of Dr. Horrible though, but what are your, do you like the oh, show? Do you dislike the show? I
0: like the show. I like this first episode a lot. It has hooks. It pulls me in. It's fun. It's funny. I think most people can relate to like having a Miss at, yeah, yeah, in like their hierarchy at work. We didn't talk about her a lot in the first episode, but she forces them to work the weekend. Mm-hmm. She, she, she sent out a memo with a 15 minute heads up that was like, hey, if you don't respond to me in the next 15 minutes, you have to work the weekend. Oh yeah. no, you were standing at the copier talking. Ha ha. You have to work. Yeah. Also, she sent Constance's check back because she didn't know who Constance Blakely was because she always knew her as Connie.
1: Yeah. Like, Which, that's a boss overriding HR's pay schedule, and is definitely illegal because you're withholding someone's paycheck.
0: But Miss Smith is already doing illegal things. Why does she care? Yeah, um, she's doing
1: people's paychecks. She didn't send that paycheck back. She just cashed it herself.
0: Yeah, probably. But... Like, all these things just have the little hooks. The songs are all very good and very fun. I would agree, yeah. All the musicians have very strong vocal capabilities, mm-hmm. and the songs are well-written. So, between all of that, my already, like, love for musicals and superheroes, mm-hmm. I'm really, like, an ideal audience for this. So. Understandable.
1: Yeah. I feel very much the same way, and I want to take this bit here to mention the part that of the show that I really liked. Which was Batio's teleportation effect. Because the effects in a low budget thing are almost almost always never good. Yeah. But baddios are actually really good. So as he teleports, he gains like a particle effect, and a bit of a glow that dissipates out when he disappears. But you also see like brief scanline segments over him and very much in the same scanlines that Miss Wits are encapsulated in. And it has a good sound with it too, though. Just the effects of Batio's teleportation are actually surprisingly good. I
0: talked with the like editor about, with yeah. this after the show because and like the editor didn't do these, these special effects they were outsourced to special effects they are but like we talked about these effects because so often teleportation effects look terrible yeah and like it doesn't matter how big of a budget they are teleportation effects have a tendency to look terrible or just have no look to them at all your
1: teleportation's gotta have a, a zhuzh to it you gotta have something that makes that teleportation yours it's
0: why Nightcrawler is famous that's
1: like, why like, Nightcrawler crawler has his
0: poof it,
1: it, it's like the best part of the his bamf i'm aware i was distracted by what i was gonna say next like i the movie itself is actually arguably weak the story and everything and all of it but like the part that made me enjoy jumper was the way the jumps were designed because you'd see the the lensing around them it pull in and they'd often pull things with them but not always depending on like how strenuous the jump was how far they were going you're more like i see things come with or how emotional they are Mm -hmm. or how emotional they are when they do it like it adds A flavor to the jump
0: personally jumper might be the only teleportation i've seen in movie or live action filmography yeah that has a better more satisfying teleport than batio's batio's is that good of a teleport effect that you're like you see it and you're like oh that's what teleports should look like
1: yeah it works really really well and i like it also um batio's chest piece i like it but also because of its inherent design, it feels like it's meant for a guy like two feet larger than him in all proportions.
0: It's so wild looking. It's so cool. it's very cool like design. Yeah. But like knowing that that piece of like chest plate was like forty pounds, and they had to like build a special table for him like to like walk in and like squat yeah. so he could like just sit there instead of having to take the whole thing off between takes it's wild like how heavy that is and like how good it looks but like yeah it looks like it was designed for a superhero whose powers aren't teleporting although because his powers are teleporting it doesn't matter that it weighs 40 pounds yeah i'm not walking i'm just standing if i had the power to teleport and i was a supervillain i'd wear like the heaviest armors i'm teleporting here i'm teleporting here
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, I just realized the way I structured the thing before that my brain was like, I gotta, I
0: gotta do it. But yeah, no, the show, the is a lot of fun, and I really enjoy just about everything about it.
1: Okay, so, episode two, entitled...
0: Episode two is entitled, In the Mood for Tomka. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, episode two does open with a with a song. Oh, no, it doesn't, sorry. It opens mm-hmm. with Connie tied up in the secret lair of...
1: Batios.
0: Yeah, of badio, yeah. And she's trying to like she's just irritating buddy who has her tied up there yeah he's got a device that is a memory eraser mm-hmm. uh which she immediately calls out is like no that's a uh salad spinner or something i don't remember what she said i it don't was. fucking remember but
1: he's like i think this may have been the thing that was the hairdryer i don't recall
0: the hairdryer is definitely the space i don't remember man this is like a circular thing with a spike in the middle you would put food in it and it goes i, I don't know man Sounds like I'm describing a food processor.
1: But, you know, she calls it out, and he's just like, so?
0: And like, then she's like, you know, you could be more like Guillotinio. He has pizzazz. His mini bla- his mini guillotine of doom, is- and he's like, oh, there's a mini guillotine of doom, and they just, like, kind of geek out over, like, yeah. supervillains and stuff. She talks
1: about how all of that guy's stuff is, looks really good, but is poorly made, whereas his, well, his Buddy stuff is really well made, but looks like shit.
0: Style over substance, substance over style. The great debate. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, she tries to get Buddy's name, and he's like, "I'm not gonna tell you that. Why would you tell you that?" She's like, "You're just gonna erase my brain, anyways." And he's like, "I'd have to recalibrate it."
0: So then Buddy gets a call from Baddio, and th- he's talking mm-hmm. with Baddio on the phone. And Baddio's like, "What's taking? Well, not yet. Sorry, I'm skipping stuff."
1: Yeah. When he gets the call, though, Buddy does answer the phone. Buddy's evil workshop.
0: Yeah, because we could just tell this in two stories. This is really an episode with an A story and a B story. Yeah,
1: so we'll tell all of the Buddy Connie stuff up until it intertwines with the so, yeah. AJ Adams stuff. He gets
0: a call from Badio and Batty was like, what's taking so long? People are getting worried. I mean, people are noticing that she's missing. Yeah. And Buddy's like, it's not as easy as just all of that. Like, we're dealing with erasing somebody's memories. So we don't do it right. They could have flashbacks or
1: reoccurring bits. Yeah. They could have nightmares. They could but like he's fucking brain dead when
0: he answers the phone he's like buddy's evil workshop and she's like oh okay yeah yeah. so he gets off the phone and she calls him buddy and he's like how do you know my name yeah and they have a bit they is this before or after they sing their song this
1: should be right when they start to do their song
0: no no because right before they do their song he gets another call
1: no that is right after the song
0: no, because the song has a line referencing it. Does it? And also because he realizes what he what he says about Project Ring Around the Rosie, and then at the, she distracts him from yeah. the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he gets another call moments later. Yep. And he initially thinks it's Badio again. He's like, he answers it all haughty, like, like
1: Badio, like it kind of gruff and angrily. And he's like, Oh no, 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 no! Sorry, you no, somebody else. That project's all going I, well.
0: No, I haven't told anybody about Project Ring Around mm-hmm. the Rosie. And then he looks back at Connie. He's mm-hmm. like. And he goes through this conversation, and he gets on the phone, and Connie's like, oh, so you're taking gig work outside of your main job. Which, you know, isn't really a thing. us uh, Sidekicks do. He's kind of frowned upon in the sidekick world. And he's like, "Look, no. Someone has to keep us
1: afloat. Someone has to pay. We're not going to get reimbursed for all the stuff we're making here.
0: Someone has yeah. to pay the bills. You think Batio's job at the place where things are edited pays the bills? He doesn't say that. Yeah. But, like,
1: that's the He's like... Look, things are different between heroes and villains. You guys just get dental. If we want dental, we have to either get a super evil wealthy patron to back us or we have to commit the robberies ourselves. We to commit a bunch of robberies ourselves. It's really hard to get like evil dental and things. And
0: this leads into the song supers are, are the, the worst. worst. Yeah. Which is them both complaining as sidekicks about being sidekicks and like dealing with people with superpowers.
1: Yeah, it's like, look, we do all this fucking legwork and we get no appreciation.
0: And like, they never look out for themselves. We're always mm. having to look out for them. And, you know, we're just normal people. If anybody's gonna get killed, it's gonna be one of us. Mm-hmm. Like, Really? Yeah. Supers so, are the worst.
1: The scene consists of a bit because Connie is tied and strapped to a small truck dolly.
0: Yeah, or like a gurney. K- gurney. Sort of-
1: it feels like a dolly even the way he's moving it because it's way too tilted avoid. It feels like I'm just gonna put a keg on this fucking thing and lug it around.
0: But it does have like a. It does because it can. It, slip she a does like
1: it. flip all the way. It's weird. Yeah. It's his own invention. But so they're walking back and forth across the screen like that. At a point, they swap. It's amusing. Buddy seems to be looking a bit confused because he's the one now strapped to the gurney thing. But this song slash scene kind of comes to an end really right after this where he is strapping her back down to the gurney.
0: Mm -hmm. But like part of the song when he was on his phone call with his secret patron. Yes. She managed to send out her location via her smartwatch to Incognita.
1: Because smartwatches have more functionalities than just being able to talk from them.
0: So as the song ends, Incognita shows up yeah and that means the story merged so now we got to go mm-hmm. back in time like huey lewis in the news yeah like
1: so assuming like grabs the when she shows up because technically we go to that back to that scene after following them and it could mm-hmm. be an indiscriminate amount of time but who knows
0: so going back in time just like huey lewis and that means we're going back to the song Pinocchio Jam. Yeah. Because this is the first song of the actual episode. It's as AJ and Adam are getting into work. Yep. And AJ's asking Adam, hey.
1: Have you heard or seen anything about Connie? Because like she's late. She's never late.
0: She came home late last night and she, I haven't seen her since. That's unusual for her. She's never late to anything. I figured it had something to do with Badio yesterday though. Yeah. I-, I heard that
1: was like really crazy
0: and so but it's like I, Pin- I
1: heard he's not too much he's kind of a joke
0: yeah so it's called pinocchio jam because they both lie about mm-hmm. the day before yeah because she can't be like oh no i saw badio's entire thing because she was nowhere around
1: yeah and he also can't because he was also nowhere around so she mentions that she heard badio was a bit of a joke and he's like oh so you were there she's like no 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 i i only saw a bit i had to go to the i had i was cowering in the bathroom
0: He's like, "Oh, yeah. Well, I'd already clocked out for lunch, but I've heard Badio is not that not a joke. He's very serious. well,
1: he says, i I think he's very serious." And he's like, "Oh, so you he he's like, no, 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 I, uh, I was at lunch.
0: I was at my favorite Thai place, you know, oh, yeah, across the street."
1: Yeah, I was in the mood for some Tom Cobb. I, I was at my favorite Thai place.
0: Yeah. My favorite Thai place is the actual name of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching with subtitles, you won't get that. It's the name of the restaurant at this point.
1: Yeah, but it, on the subtitles, it is all capitalized. There
0: is another, there's an episode later where they do go to my favorite Thai place.
1: And we say that's just the name listed on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, again, the names of places in the show are excellent.
1: But from here, we get a song between the two of them the Pinocchio song that they're, they're doing their singing bit. Yeah.
0: Which also has, like, a choir who are like, They're a Greek chorus, basically. Every time they tell a lie, the choir's choir's like, no, no, uh uh-uh.
1: And then they kind of have a brief line on what the actual truth is. They are just literally being a Greek chorus (laughs) here in song.
0: It's very good. Mm -hmm. But so, this is the weekend. Yep. Uh, They weren't supposed to work, but they didn't answer the email, so they're stuck at the office. And so, Miss Wits is like breathing down their necks, and eventually
1: aj still visibly worried that connie's not there is working away at her desk and she gets a dropped pin from connie's location she's like oh gets ready to stand up and leave but Miss switz stops her and she's like where do you think you're going you're on the clock until three honestly you should be happy i haven't even fired your little friend connie for not showing up yet today
0: and she's like well i think connie's in trouble and miss what's goes now now we all have our own troubles we can't make excuses for her after all we 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 all all fall fall down." down And so the rest of the scene and the next scene or so is Miss Wits like leaning out of like corners and stuff, watching AJ making sure Picking she's over work. the
1: top of the cubicles and stuff. And it's in these moments where you kind of cut in between, mm-hmm. obviously. But as Connie is looking more and more worried as the day goes on, not Connie, but I mean, she's looking a bit worried too. <laughs> but while AJ is looking even more worried, Adam shows up and he's like, Hey, so um, I heard the copier is about to explode.
0: And AJ's like, What? And the coffeeer explodes and Miss Woods takes off running down the hall. Well, and she it, looks
1: the opposite direction first and then looks down the other hall and just takes off running down it. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm. So AJ then uses this time to escape the office. Mm-hmm. After briefly thanking Adam, mm-hmm. And she gets to Batio's the, lair. And that's where everything converges. Yeah. So and she gets
1: there and she's like, what are you doing? I'm going to get Connie. We're going to go. And then Batio teleports in.
0: And Connie's like, where have you been? We had enough time to sing a song together. Yeah. Because... I don't know how much of the actual dialogue of this show is canonical to the show, right? All
1: of it. All the songs are canonical. I refuse to hear otherwise.
0: Okay. Anyways, like you said, Badio shows up and he's like, how did you find my secret lair, Incognita? But they, Buddy is like, oh, it has to be Connie. She has to be Incognita's sidekick.
1: And then Buddy hands Badio the...
0: Spacio Reconfabulator?
1: No. He hands him the memory wiper thing. The memory
0: gun, yes. The memory Whatever it is. I
1: said I wasn't going to remember the name of these devices.
0: Whatever it is, it's patent pending. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, as they're arguing slash fighting kind of just about the fact that, oh, I'm the bad guy, you're the good guy, basically.
0: But does get frozen in place with the Vacio reconfabulator. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. She... <sighs> Badio has the memory gun now, and he's getting ready to point it at AJ and Connie. Well, Incognita and Connie. And as he's getting ready to fire, Buddy kind of just like pushes it away. He's like, you can't do that. It's not calibrated for two people. It could do all, see previous list of all the symptoms it could cause.
0: So this becomes an actual fight between Incognita and Badio, where he's teleporting and kind of like harassing her while she's trying to shoot him with energy blasts. And she shoots at him once, he teleports out of the way, she thinks she hits him, but then he's behind her next to Buddy, Yeah. and she goes, to, to shoot, shoot him, him again. again, and Buddy goes, no, no! pushes Buddy out of the way, and the blast doesn't hit Buddy, but it hits a shelf behind him.
1: And it knocks down some heavy metal components on top of Buddy, and, and he falls. breaks his neck. Yeah, it, so it seems.
0: And Buddy is laying on the ground dying, and he's like, I talk too much, don't I, boss?
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> I've always been a talker. And Buddy is
1: upset and angry, and kind of just says, and she's like, it's fine. Incognita can save him. It's fine. She has healing powers. She heals him. You let us go.
0: And Badio goes, Agreed, oh, Do it. Just do it. Because he's like really terrified that his friend
1: is going to die. And Incognita the entire time she's
0: like, I, I can't do that. I can't heal people. And then like Connie tells Incognita, Look, you've never killed anybody. If this, if he dies, It's going to be on you. It's going to haunt you forever. I know you. So she manages to focus her power and heal Buddy. Yeah,
1: she fell like two times beforehand, but ignore that. She heals him. It's fine.
0: And so, well, Batio is distracted by consoling his friend who nearly died. Connie and Incognito run out of the building. And then
1: Batio teleports immediately in front of them and levels the memory gun at them. And Connie's just like, you said you'd let us go. And he's like, I lied.
0: I mean, he is ostensibly a villain but
1: also arguably on the grounds of technicality they did get to leave the lair
0: yeah and then he shoots them both with the memory gun even yep. though it's only calibrated for one person
1: and then teleports away
0: that can't lead to any bad thing ever mm.
1: so they're both just standing there confused and incognito looks over and he's like w- where are we why are we here and kind of like i I don't. I don't know. I was gonna tell you something about Badio, and he's like, "What?" And she's like, "I. I don't remember anymore." And then we get the last song, which yeah, is a they, they all go. They go. They performance all Performance of Buddy, Incognita, Connie, and Badio, but they're all done in separate locations. It's just and they a all have separate stanzas within the song.
0: Mm. The song is like about not knowing, not only like not knowing things because your memory has been wiped, but like not knowing if. What you're doing is actually the right thing to be doing. Maybe not even knowing
1: who you really are, or what you're able to do, or what you're allowed to do.
0: This song is literally called Never Know. Mm-hmm. And out of these two episodes, even though, I, even though I love Worth Dying For, that song is so much fun. And the vocoder yeah. bits on Batio's voice is, are just amazing. This is the best song in these two episodes. I would agree.
1: In it we see... Badio and Buddy, they're both. Well, Badio's just walking down a tunnel, apparently, mm-hmm. assumingly just like going over his mental. Cause you know, you gotta review that shit after a battle and make sure you're in the right spot. Make sure you know where you're going to go forwards. You know, you gotta review almost what you're doing as an athlete. That way you know what you can do better, what you can do stronger.
0: Buddy's working on that secret project that was mm-hmm. mentioned. AJ is writing an email to Adam telling him how she feels. Yeah. But she ends up deleting the email mm-hmm. because...
1: And Connie is looking confused and making a conspiracy board about well, Ring Around the Rosie. Before
0: or. she before the song even starts, she calls her mom because she's like... Yeah. because And like, our friend Chris didn't understand why she was calling her mom. I mean, I think she we,
1: calls her mom at the end of it, doesn't she?
0: Maybe. No, it's before the song starts because it's... it's it, because is writing the email before the song starts as uh, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she calls her mom because she's like, She's like, no, mom, I'm okay, but like, I just needed to really talk to you because... Connie's not okay yeah she has this giant mi- massive mem- missing memory chunk she's just
1: missing a chunk of time doesn't know what's going on she needs to talk to someone she knows like knows knows and something she is a hundred percent certain of and that's her mother she's
0: also talking to her mom because she's like I know I said I'd come home on holiday, but Um, uh, I think... I I can do it this week. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing it early just because, like, you You know...
1: know. No, 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 I'm fine. It's just I knew you'd be awake right now, so I called.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Connie's acting here. The actress playing Connie, Mm -hmm. Darcy, I don't remember her last name. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible with names. It's honestly really heartfelt and really moving. And then we get the song, which is even more heartfelt and moving. And during the song, Connie is... Googling and like... Conspiracy boarding. Not Googling, but like searching on the secret databases.
1: Mm-hmm. Ring around the Rosie, which she apparently remembers, but doesn't know what's it's in context to. She
0: remembers because the, the memory gun was set for one person. Yep. Not two. That's the end of the episode is the yep. song.
1: So your thoughts on Incognita episodes one and two overall? Uh,
0: on episode two by itself, the music is stronger than episode one. I would agree. The character development is stronger. We, we get more hints at like a bigger plot moving on in the background And this, like, Adam wants to help AJ out, find Connie, even though he knows where Connie's at. So he's sending her into the lair of a villain himself. But he's also, like, is still a villain. I still don't think he's, like, a villain villain,
1: but... He's a secular humanitarian. Yeah. With superpowers.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, simultaneously, we're getting more about Buddy and, like, the sidekick life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's all very good. I enjoy this. This second episode would make me want to watch more. The first episode would make me intrigued into the the series as a whole. Yeah. The second episode would be the one where it'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm here for the long haul.
1: Okay, makes sense. And by the way,
0: I'm here for the long haul. Season two is coming eventually. I will be here for it. How about you, season episode two? I
1: mean, I think all your points stand. Yeah, it gets a lot stronger.
0: I would argue this has
1: technically the more boring moments, but I mean, it's like 15 minutes, and that's really just hey, look, AJ's in a cubicle. It's kind of meant to be a bit boring. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, that's arguably the low spot of it, but it's a short episode. It's kind of, it's obviously intentional. So, I don't have a problem with it. The music's better. We get more Buddy. I find myself actively enjoying Buddy. The bits in the song with Buddy and Connie are just fun, like the physical bits. Because, like, she, they're doing jazz hands and stuff, but she's obviously tied to the gurney. It's, like, it's an amusing bit.
0: Like, like, the jazz hands only comes about because she's, like, trying to reach to her watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so she's pretending to do jazz hands, and then he starts doing jazz hands. It's like said, it's, it's an amusing bit. But yeah, no. I think the second episode is definitely ready to go. Oh yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch the rest of this.
0: Yeah, it's the moment where you go, "Oh, this isn't just funny; it's good." Mm-hmm. And I'm here for that. Like, yeah, I'm agreed. here for the long haul for that. But would you watch more? I, in- I
1: literally just thought I would. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Would you watch season two when it comes out? I mean, if I remember it exists. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're both in line. This show is very good. I honestly. Every time I've been to Gen Con, I've gone to, like, a live show of some sort. Yeah. And, like, I know we went to the live podcast recording of System Mastery, but that's not really, like, the same how a live show is, like, a performance, right? Because they aren't really performing. It's more mm-hmm. general conversation about a role-playing game. Okay, yeah. So, like, up until Sunday, my Gen Con had been missing that. Okay. And this really, like, brought my entire con experience together. It was a really good way to end off the con.
1: I can understand that. But, yeah, no, so I would watch more of this. You would watch more of this.
0: And I'm just going to plug the show a little bit. Yeah, do it. Incognita's Infamous Adventures is on TikTok at Incognita's Series. On Instagram at Incognito Series. They have their own website, Incognita Infamous Adventure. Just Google that, you'll find it. You can stream it on Amazon Prime. It is $7 to buy the whole series, which is more than worth it. And all the music is available to stream on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you like listen to music. So if this sounds like a show you'd be interested in, support it. Because this show... Took seven years to make one season of
1: four episode seasons, like, yeah.
0: Like, to be fair, they only filmed for about a year, of that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, every like getting the like, also,
1: it was like during part of it, the absolute pandemic happened,
0: yeah, like getting the budget to do a season two because even though they're on Prime, they're not like a Prime funded show in any way. And if you want cool independent art like this show, you have to support cool independent art like this show to get for it to happen,
1: yeah. I mean, it doesn't have art, you can just support cool independent things like Copilot Review by going to our patreon at copilotsreview.symbolcast.patreon.com that's not how that works i don't know how that works
0: but the link to our patreon if you want to support us is at copilotsreview.symbolcast.com
1: but you can find a link to it there yeah yeah that's what i was trying to get at
0: yeah but also if you want to like hit us up we have a twitter or an x yeah at review. we're trying to get on blue sky next time I see somebody talking about Blue Sky Invites. I'm going to try to pick up a couple. But you can also find us on YouTube where we have a bunch of older episodes, but not the newer ones.
1: Because it's a bitch to do.
0: You could find us on, not Instagram yet, because Instagram has an issue with names. Yeah. But we are trying to get on Instagram. We're trying to get on threads. We're currently just really available on Twitter and at our email at copilotreview at gmail.com. And honestly, those are enough channels for you to actually contact us if you want to talk talk to
1: us. And then if you want to leave a review wherever you listen, that'd be dope, I guess.
0: We like reviews. If you leave a five-star review, it helps other people find the podcast, Mm -hmm. which helps other people find the podcast
1: like i completely get reviews way too much time and hassle honestly most of the time but like it is one of the best ways to like just help. be like i, I like it. that five stars yeah
0: that's all you gotta do we'll read your reviews on the show we Fuck always it. do
1: just like key smash post five stars
0: yes but we want to thank you for flying with us
1: and please fly again soon